plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is our Food Story Thursday. Today we will talk about quite an interesting topic from my perspective, kind of looking back at where food was and still is, food industry that is, and where it's going uh, according to all the recent reports and trends that are observed by different uh, agencies that analyze the, tre- the trends to advise different food companies to produce the kind of foods that we will want to buy. Um, food trends, really interesting topic. Just notice how your average food store, your average food aisle changes and what kind of foods appear, what kinds of foods disappear, how food change. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And on the next trip to some grocery, to some fancy, interesting grocery supermarket, if you are somewhere around Whole Foods, those guys, they really own it. Like the most cutting edge food trends, you'll find something. And if you're, you know, uh, in some neighborhood where you have a smaller health food store, those shops, if they have a great owner who's into this healthy food, healthier food movement, you're probably going to find even more cutting edge products that you didn't know could exist, would exist, and already are sold in uh, your supermarket. So explore, check them out. Like my personal latest discovery um, was like, I didn't know then shirataki noodles. I bought the one that were kind of wider and also they had some spinach in it, that it could taste as great as traditional pasta, but without all the calories, all the carbs, all the problems, just the texture and pure enjoyment. Plus, shirataki noodles are made from cognac root that is super good to uh, that is super good for your gut microbiome. It's considered to be one of the best prebiotics, basically 
the kind of fiber that feeds your gut bacteria. But, uh, you know, just that's on a side note. Uh, I love having the, those shirataki products uh, made into pasta or into rice uh, without any rice. So amazing. Check them out. Uh, I don't have any um, shirataki noodles affiliation. <laughs> I just discovered it lately and really loving it. Um, you can check them out on my Instagram from time to time, maybe even today. We'll see. Anyway, food trends. Um, so what are you going to see soon on the shelf of many supermarkets and where our whole food industry is moving? In no particular order, just the trends that I read about, know about, and really excited about. Not in order of importance, but in the order that I thought about them. So personalization of products based on your health, based on your dietary choices, uh, based on, on, I don't know, on your beliefs about healthy human nutrition, like vegan diet, for example, or uh, if you want to go carnivore or keto or um, sugar-free or lactose-free or gluten-free or lactose intolerant, whatever it is you want to do, more and more products find that niche of people that have certain diet preferences or diet requirements, like for example, paleo diet is a diet preference usually, whereas uh, lactose intolerance is usually not by choice. You're just lactose intolerant and lactose causes you you know, to feel bad. So uh, you're probably going to buy more lactose-free products. So personalizations of different products, you're going to see more of that. But guys, I want to kind of warn you here. Just because the label says, for example, low carbohydrate, it doesn't mean that you can eat unlimited amount of that and it's going to have no negative consequences. Even if the product is low carb compared to high carb maybe version of it, it doesn't mean that those carbs you can eat unlimited and they will not uh you know, derail you from your low-carb diet. Like if you're having some low-carb cookie, they're probably still carbs, just less than a a regular cookie, hopefully. Um, And still, the label doesn't mean anything really. You need to still do your research. But coming back to trends, personalization of products based on your dietary preferences, on your health situation, or also on your age. Uh, uh, What millennials want is not the same usually as what people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s want. So personalization of products, of marketing, uh, that's going to happen more and more. Convenience. So nobody's getting more time, right? And we still want to eat healthy, want to eat better, want to enjoy our food. So the companies that offer more convenience, even if it's in some small way, like for example, um, let's consider a whole jar of cashew butter or almond butter compared to single serving sized packages. So the company who offers single serving uh, packages will probably win uh, over time some niche of their clients that do not want to think about portion control and want to have maybe some convenience snack that they can just squeeze into their mouth without any spoons. So convenience even in those small details. But then of course, you know, 
meal deliveries or prepared meals at your uh, supermarket, um, deliveries to your home, that's all gonna grow. Again, nobody's getting more time, but we are getting more items on our to-do list. So clean label. You might have heard about it. You might have not heard about it. You might not understand it exactly. But clean label basically means less ingredients, the move towards less ingredients, towards natural ingredients versus something manufactured in a, in some science lab. Ingredient list that even a five-year-old can understand. Like, for example, RX bar. It's a good example where on front um, side of the, of this bar, you can see all the ingredients like egg whites, like cashew, like dates. So this is what it means, clean label. And more and more consumers want that clean label so they could so we can actually understand what's in that product without having to have a nutrition degree and figure out, is it good for me? Is it not good for me? What's that new fancy sweetener with some fancy name that I have no idea what it means? So cleaner label means food terms that even a five-year-old can understand and less of those. If you can use less, why use more, right? The next one... Four, trend number four, functional foods. Uh, what what can you expect to see under this term functional foods when you read about it or when you see it on maybe some label as a marketing term? So functional foods, those are the foods that specifically design because of some ingredient to improve some aspect of your function of the function of your body, of your brain, or your whole organism, your performance. So, for example, what it can be. Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's basically coffee. Um, they have different kinds of coffee. Instant coffee and coffee that you can actually put um, in your coffee machine. Coffee with mushroom powder, like Rishi powder, like uh, chaga mushroom. Those mushrooms are adaptogens, and there's been a lot of studies they actually uh, that actually prove that those mushrooms can improve the workings of your immunity system. Uh, they can help you to be more focused. The Rishi mushroom can help you to relax and balance your uh, stress hormones. So, um, for example, some pea uh, milk, milk made of pea, um, peas, <laughs> uh, omega-3 enriched turmeric enriched omega-3 fatty acids from uh, fish oil are proven to improve your mental performance, the health of your brain, your uh, mental health. So, for example, when they enrich their milk with that and when it's stored well, uh, you don't have to worry about your taken supplements, you can drink your non-dairy, non-animal milk, and also get the additional benefit of those fats that improve your, uh, that are proven to improve your brain function. The difference, I guess, uh, or what is special about functional foods that are going to appear more and more in the market, that the function of those additional ingredients are actually proven by at least some solid research. It's not some claim out of wishful thinking of some company. No, functional foods means they have the ingredients that are proven by some study to improve some function of your body or of your organism, like any kind of function. That's why they're functional foods. Number five, animal-free alternatives to 
you know, guys, to almost anything, like to meat, like beyond meat, or to dairy, all kinds of non-dairy milks, to cheeses. Uh, uh, my favorite is Kite Hill here. They make amazing almond cheeses and not cheeses like super amazing. It's like crack, but from almonds. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I eat animal products uh, in moderation in, uh, uh, I'm not against animal products. I don't, I don't think I agree that uh, non-animal alternatives nutritionally can provide the same um, benefits, the same value as uh, animal products can from, he from healthy animals. But what I do agree is like, if I don't really care, about nutritional value and I just want something cheese-like or cheese spread-like, like if we can use less animals and if we can exploit less animals, why would we exploit more? Plus, it's better for health. Like when it comes to cheese, almond cheese is better for you, for your health uh, than when it's done well, uh, then traditional cheese uh, and you can allow yourself more. So when we can, again, use animals less, we probably should. The same comes with for dairy milk, for example. Dairy milk for most people cause some problems on some level or another. So if you can enjoy your milk made from nuts, why wouldn't you? So that's just my opinion, but, uh, but I, that's what I believe. Number six, transparency. Um, more and more of us care not just about the ingredient list, but also about where those ingredients come from. And uh, here you can think of when the company claims and actually practices that, for example, they treat well the people they employ or the people that make their product, like, for example, fair trade uh, cocoa, butter, or chocolate, or fair trade coffee. It means that the farmers are paid well um, uh, compared to other uh, payment, uh, I don't know, solutions uh, or rates in the industry uh, and work environment is humane and taken care of. Um, so also transparency means uh, how that food is sustainable, not only for you, but also for the planet. Like, for example, safe catch when it comes to uh, fish means that uh, the, that fish is sourced sustainably, not uh, from the fish varieties that are going extinct, or we already fish too many of them, or from some fisheries that promote um, some practices that make our oceans dirtier and uh, more toxic. So transparency, it's all about not just about the ingredients, but the whole practice of the whole business, because business uh, doesn't just influence food business, doesn't just influence our health through ingredients, but it also influences our planet, our home. So transparency, more and more company claim uh, how they do business. And I believe that's also an amazing thing. Um, probiotics, probiotic, probiotics, prebiotics, uh, all kinds of biotics for our gut to make our gut healthy. Um, expect to see those things uh, and things that improve your gut health in more and more products, not just your, your kombucha, but also your cereal, your granola, your chocolate, your cookies, anywhere where they can put something for gut health, they will put it. And that's a good thing also because our gut health defines our health. And um, 
most of the diseases of our of our modern generation, degenerative diseases, start in our gut. So, uh, taking care of our guts, taking extra care of our guts through food products, you're gonna see more and more of that. Engineered foods. Uh, foods made in a lab, uh, alternative to foods that can be uh, grown or found in nature. So engineered foods, uh, like for example, lab-grown meats. That's the one example you can think of, and that already exists right now. Just not commercially as viable uh, for a consumer for all of us to buy in our supermarket. But it's already done. So lab-grown meat. I'm also not um, not sure about the quality and how it compares nutritionally to the meat of from actual cow from any other animal because every animal meat of every animal has a different nutrition profile different nutrients so uh, how that lab grown meat will compare like we have no idea yet but also you will see things like canola oil with fish like omega 3s that's already on the market too maybe not in us uh, but in uh, asia in australia um, things like that when uh, they you know engineering uh, messing with our genes uh, it's been there for <clears throat> quite some time, and maybe we haven't done it exactly in the best way, but it's going to stay and it's going to continue. More and more of us are on this planet, and more and more food is needed, and we just want to save and make <clears throat> food production the most efficient and effective way possible. So engineering our foods, that's going to continue. Who knows, maybe someday we will get our food from um, some Star Trek-like and I forgot what you call it, the, the thing that makes uh, food and whatever you want from molecules. Uh, a replicator, yeah, maybe one day we're going to get that, and that's going to be like ultimate uh, saving our planet mechanism that's going to make shit out of nothing, well, out of energy. But anyway, <laughs> biodiversity. Um, and as a trend that's going to stay um, by some reports of you know world organizations uh, we consume in our food 90% of our food supply is only like 30 species of plants and animals where we have like thousands and thousands uh, not sure about millions but we have many many more uh, different species of plant foods of animal foods uh, and we are working as a society and we are realizing that we overusing some species and not using at all other species at at some point that can be a whole disaster because if there is a disease that affects one species and uh, we depend on that particular species um, as our main food source and that's going to be a whole disaster so we need diversity for many reasons uh, other than um, diseases and prevention of um diseases on a large scale in our food supply. Uh, so what biodiversity means for your supermarket is, you know, at some point in time, we didn't know what quinoa was and you didn't know how to pronounce it, quinoa, quinoa, whatever, <laughs> right? Um, but now it seems so natural, like quinoa granola or quinoa cookies or uh, quinoa bread or something like that. So you're going to see more of that, uh, 
again, different animal species, different uh, grains, ancient grains, not non-ancient grains, different uh, varieties of vegetables, of potatoes, of fruits. So biodiversity, that's what's all, that's what it's all about. Ten, just moving towards cleaner, healthier versions of your familiar foods, uh, um, your uh, Coke might soon uh, get rid of all the uh, weird sugars and can actually put something, um, some version of a healthier sweetener that actually uh, affects your health in a good way. Or, for example, you can see it in, in ice cream market where more and more frozen desserts that are, um, you know, animal-free, um, sugar-free, um, that are much better for your health are coming out. And also you can see all this, you know, different kinds of protein, sugar-free, gluten-free, everything free, <laughs> hopefully tasteful uh, cookies uh, on the shelves of supermarkets. You can see all kinds of chips and their tortillas and uh, uh, basically everything getting a little bit healthier step-by-step based on our different research of nutrition science, of health science. So food industry is moving in the right direction, maybe not as fast as we'd like it to be, especially us uh, nutrition nerds and nutrition geeks, but it is moving towards our health. So be positive. Soon it's all going to be good for you and delicious. <laughs> and 11, guys, can cannabis, CBD, all things made of hemp, um, in going to move into our food supply at some point. Canada is already uh, announcing some CBD or oil that is um, um, made of cannabis that is proven to have some amazing effects on your recognition, on your mental health, on your well-being. So uh, Canada is planning to to sell CBD-infused drinks uh, really soon. And uh, because a lot of people these days suffer from different kind of mental health issues, so cannabis, CBDs, all kinds of hemp products are going to move into our food supply. So expect that and don't be surprised by that. Someday, I'm sure it's going to happen. There's going to be like kombucha with some probiotics, uh, sugar-free completely, uh, with some super ingredients that make it taste delicious, CBD oil infused that will make your gut happy, you happy, and you'll never need anything ever again. <laughs> Just joking, but something similar will come out. So, food trends that you will soon be shopping for. That was that. what this episode was all about. And next Thursday, we will have some founders that are producing one of the foods from this food trend. So stay tuned. It's interesting, really, guys, how our food industry is developing and moving towards better future, moving us all towards better future. If you have any questions, uh, if you have some cool example of food product that you absolutely love, share it, tag me to your Instagram post with this product, um, and uh, let's share good, delicious, nutritious food trends with each other. Let's educate each other, because when you share, you actually make people aware that this thing exists, and people start 
even they may not necessarily switch right away to that healthier version, to that healthier product, but they will become aware of the existence of that product and that there is a better version of the food they love. And uh, you might improve somebody's health just like that, posting healthier foods on your Instagram. So do that. And thank you guys for tuning in. Love you all. Appreciate you all. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.